Hey, welcome to Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. My name is Martin. We got Charles, aka Sword9, and we got our special guest here, Joel, aka Skylancer. Holy shit, I finally get to say that name, Joel. Skylancer. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, you might be familiar with it because it was my college email in Yahoo. Yes. <laughs> and it, it just, right. I, I just kind of <laughs> stuck with it. Yeah. You know? I, I can relate. All right. Uh, I, I still remember my college email. Which was? at yahoo.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It got imported from high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like this. How many people still use like their their like super old email addresses from like Hotmail, me, early me. Gmail, <laughs> early Yahoo? I still have access still to have mine, but I I just don't use it really. Yeah, uh, right now I my, use mine for for garbage. Yeah, mine <laughs> right now I use it for my PSN accounts. Uh, yeah, oh. Martin. The Hotmail is the main one, the one in my PSN Hong Kong. The Exocusin is my um, how do you say this? The USA PSN when I need to buy WWE 2K yep, DLC. Yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's I my I, I do that too. <laughs> like my my main account, but it's the main account I don't play on. I use mm-hmm. my Hong Kong account. Mm-hmm. I also uh, have a Hong Kong account. <laughs> my gosh. It, it's really I can't just there for my DLC HK account anymore though. Just, my use is just for DLC shit because it's mm-hmm. it's way easier to get PSN credits in dollars compared to yeah, Hong Kong dollars. Hong Kong ones, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, even in our country. Anyway, um, I am summoning these two DMs. Yes, they're Dungeon Masters who are now currently playing the, what, beta test or closed beta of Baldur's Gate 3. It's uh, the early access. Early access. access. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Charles, let's start with you. Uh, how's your experience with early access? Well, I've been streaming, and also I, I've been streaming a multiplayer game, a two-player game, which has, you know, we've documented a lot of, like, the early, early day bugs, which made it almost unplayable. Like, we would repeat that opening segment, the Nautiloid, like, so many times. It was just it was kind of starting to really feel like we had something stuck in our brains for after playing that so many times over. However, I'm also playing a single player game like just for myself and it's and honestly it plays a lot smoother in single player compared to a multiplayer game and I think that kind of goes without saying but some of the things we've run into during the first couple of days was just uh, not fun at all. But it has gotten smoother, especially since they released the first big patch. And since then, our games have actually been a lot smoother, just bar a couple of days like when there were some bad internet issues. But I'm not sure if that was a game anymore. All right, right. How about you, Joel? Like, What's your early thoughts on the early access of Baldur's Gate? Well, um great early access, um, entertaining cast of characters. I've been streaming as well. I actually just started my uh, streaming career with uh, Baldur's Gate, um, primarily because I'm a D&D aficionado. And it's, it's pretty much D&D 5e literally coming out of the tabletop and onto the screen for you to enjoy in its visual magnificence. However, um, Charles is right, there's still a lot of bugs. Uh, 
uh, I've made a comment about it already on my stream. Um, there, uh, one of the things that bothers me as, as much as I'm playing right now is um, I'm not even sure if the proficiencies are added to the role. Uh, that's mm -hmm. one big example because I'm, I'm, I'm still rolling a natural two uh, or a natural three, even if my bonus is a plus four, plus five. So it doesn't make sense um, math, uh, mathematically for me, well, even when, even on a, a on a D20 roll. So those, that's, that's my pet peeve actually. <laughs> Hope they I think fix what that. I, I think what they what I've kind of noticed though, at least uh, from for certain roles, is that what they do is that they tend what they seem to be doing is that they're deducting the minimum role needed rather than adding it up, which seems kind of counterintuitive. Because like let's I say the, the DC that they had the, the original yeah. DC, if you have no proficiencies, uh -huh. fifteen, right? For example, yes. if it's fifteen. If your total proficiencies and your skills, let's say you have uh, you have a plus three and then you have your plus two, right? So that's like a total of five. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Normally, like, and then they make you roll the dice, and then they normally, which the the normal, uh, if you come into it from D and D, what you get, you roll the dice, you add your bonuses, yep. your modifiers, and then you stack that against the DC. Yep. What they do is that they grab your proficiencies and bonuses and they deduct that from the DC so that whatever you roll at the dice is what you're going to compare to Got the DC. Maybe that's why I've been seeing like a DC of seven or eight, which 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 is pretty much weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, I we've only figured that out like after repeating that that opening segment uh -huh. uh, with the um, what's this with the intellect devourer? Yeah. Like so many times, like we played through that that conversation over and over, and like, all right, with different characters even. So it's like, huh, the the mod the, the DC seems to change, and I think it might be because they're deducting from you the know, DC your, your bonuses. So that it's kind of counterintuitive. Kind of like the taco you... system of uh, second edition, right? They 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 minus. Oh stuff. yeah. Oh man, right? I haven't played <laughs> taco in so long. Oh right. God. <laughs> I Second edition. Finally moved on. <laughs> I know, right? Are we like playing like BG one again? I I I I played BG one and two before this, so yeah, it, it reminded me of the taco. That's why, but the, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. That's like those are some really really ah uh, good times back. In I know. The I kind of miss it. I mean, I much as I love the. The, the the characters that that uh, that Larian presents us in BG three mm -hmm. so far at least with the origin character uh, origin cast of characters I'm not yet getting I'm not yet feeling the same kind of charm compared to some of the previous like, cast yeah. members in one and two like Minsk like and Boo, Edwin yeah yeah oh Minsk yep. and Boo is classic like All right the there is no Wait. duo. Are they there in yeah. early access? No, uh, Minsk no. and Boo. No, no. Oh. I mean, it's like it's been how many years Minsk since the, uh, the, the gap well. between two and three yeah, is? Yeah, okay. hundred years, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Boo I do. I do. There that. is an Easter egg, I think, uh, for Minsk and Boo. Uh, I'm not sure if you've you've discovered it. Um, I think he was turned into a statue or something, uh, or at least memorialized into into some statue in Baldur's Gate. There was uh, one letter. I, yeah, it's one of those. You know, you have to re like really look at the books and like, oh, okay. So this is this is referring to Minsubu. I know it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. 
but yeah, the, and, the time difference is it's just it's the gap. The time gap is just so much. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I kind of feel like there's or maybe I don't know. Maybe I just need to give it more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, the writing is different. So maybe I just kind of need to shift my perspective away from okay, this is a different style of writing from way back in BG one and two compared oh, to the way okay. that it, it's yeah. written now under yeah. a whole completely different staff. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I see. If it was Obsidian, it's like if yeah. it was Obsidian that was working on this, I might, you know, maybe the writing would be a bit closer to the older games. But you know, instead we have Larian, which is more of a a spiritual successor mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the actual genre of RPGs. So it is like it is a new generation, and it probably really will feel different from a narrative perspective compared to the writing way back. What's your thought, Charles, on on it being uh, turn-based compared to BG1 and 2, which was real-time? Honestly, it wouldn't have done any... It, it didn't do anything that I wouldn't have gotten by spamming the space bar back in BG2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like... You know what? You're, you're just kind of you're you're saving my space bar from any further abuse, so I'm fine with that. And the idea that um, it actually, I actually found it very interesting how they dealt with the initiative uh, component in mm-hmm. combat. Yes, because there are times where yes, your, your your initiatives will line up, and that you'll have like certain party members take their turns simultaneously and that opens a lot of opportunity for like combination plays like you're not gonna have to oh man it's my turn i get my turn before you do so we have to play with that in mind Mm -hmm. but let's say for example since like i mentioned i'm playing a multiplayer game with you know with another with another person we're like oh wait we both both of our characters are gonna have like their their turns together what can we do? Like, what do you want to do? How, how do you want to deal with this? I'll cast like, you know, create water and then we'll go with, uh, what do you call that? With like, a, I don't know, maybe thunderclap or something or, you know. Oh, uh, like, like elemental, uh, yeah. like, uh, like the Vinity original sin too, where, where they yeah. on elemental combinations. I yeah. See. Cause there's a lot of, they actually do a lot of, um, I've noticed they've placed a lot more emphasis on environmental Mm-hmm. factors mm-hmm. i noticed that from too, elevation yeah. and then down to like if you're in a cave you can oh. look up there might be stalactites you can shoot down uh-huh, uh-huh. just to drop down on unsuspecting spiders and god there's so many spiders yeah, tell me about the elevation man <laughs> i mean i had uh i had a, i had trouble with one of my encounters where and i was fighting on a bridge and oh, I, I remember my, this <laughs> three, three of my characters got pushed down I was like, okay, oh. now I can't go up and I just have to wait for them. So it, it was like me spamming my space bar for, for them to be, basically come to us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I, yeah. My, that, that was one of the old streams I remember. You streamed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds fun. I think my worst was like with a couple of harpies where they were perched on a high ground. So I'm like, oh man, climb up. So you're like, you're on your way up because it's elevation. It takes you a while. And when I was just close enough, I had to stop. They fly down. <laughs> Wasting my time, you little shits. Yeah. Why? <laughs> but yeah, 
crap. Elevation is 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 huge, mm-hmm. and it really does. Um, you were rewarded for planning ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe just as much, maybe as uh, back in BG two, where you don't go into an encounter without you know making uh, plans for what could happen. You really have to like send in like a rogue in there to scout and see what you're up against because one you know one one false move and you're like oh man that's a tpk right there and yeah bg2 and the old Baldur's gate was really punishing in that regard it was it was like if you roll bad that's just the way it is uh, i I was saves coming all the way (laughs) (sighs) but yeah yeah oh wait how do you feel though about the um because I mentioned how I felt, at least, with regards to the characters. And while I do find them charming, there's something about it that I'm not uh, I'm not fully mm-hmm. embracing yet. Uh, I think the only one that I, that's closest to me would probably be a toss-up between Gale and Asterion. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about the other characters? I think the exposition of their backstory is too fast in a way. It's already Act One, and there's already a. Um, if 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 uh, you you caught it, if you've been talking to them a lot, there's or you can already romance them in Act One. Yeah. So it's just it's uh it's a little bit too fast for me. So it's not it's not fully developed yet from that perspective. Um, I do like Asterion. I do like how they added uh sort of like a Strahd Bonzarovich in your party. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I I also like actually I also like Gale. Um, if you've noticed, um, cause, cause Gail died on my run, um, and there was a Ooh. protocol, uh, have you already, oh, sorry, sorry for spoiling that. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I mean, cause, cause my Gail died and there was uh, basically without spoiling anything else, uh, there's a protocol that you need to do. So that's it. So there's like, there's an mm. added flavor to that. Actually, one thing, one of the reasons why I, eventually I found out why I, I was kind of drawn towards, uh, Gail as a character is that I found out recently when I did some digging, mm-hmm. I found out who his voice actor was. Oh, who who is it? His voice actor is Steve Valentine. And if you're familiar with the name, if you're not familiar with the name, mm-hmm. Steve Valentine is the same uh, voice actor behind Alistair from Dragon Age Origins. Well, Dragon oh, Age. Oh, okay, yeah, I know Alistair. That's why. Yeah. That's why. If you suddenly like try to think now about Alistair's voice compared to Gale and some of the mannerisms they have, uh-huh. it's like. Ah, okay. I I see it. I I I hear it. That's uh, yeah. He's still a bit of a dork, like regardless of character. Yep. Yep. (laughs) A bit of a dork. I didn't know that. Thanks for thanks for telling me. And the narrator is apparently the same voice actress as um, as Malady from Divinity. From Divinity, yeah, original sin too, yeah. So yeah, some interesting casting choices. I don't know from an ed- education perspective because I think based uh, if you compare all the editions I think fifth edition is uh, I guess pretty much the most accessible one now I I don't know if it was because of it blew up when Matt Mercer and the gang of Critical Role pretty much uh, uh, yeah. did that um, I think this is uh, f- from an edition standpoint this is uh, the most accessible one and it's the most approachable one so if 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 this is one of the best visual avenue 
for a passionate dungeon master, such as you and me, or a player to introduce the world of the fifth edition to new folks, um, especially when you're streaming or whatnot. So that, that's, that's, that's my take on it. Mm. So if you want to teach someone fifth edition, the easiest way, uh, besides from tabletop, is, is, is to watch you or to pretty much uh, play with you, uh, play, play with you Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, I think uh, Wizards really did a fairly solid job in terms of 5th edition in balancing out what a lot of uh, longtime players perceived as an oversimplification in, that was done in 4th edition mm-hmm. and yeah. retaining a, a bit of that fine-tuning uh, customization that was very prevalent in 3.5. And without, you know, without all the bloat yeah, that yeah. kind of came with 3.5, which became very evident by the time you, you were playing video games, like in Icewind Dale 2, for example, there was so much like little minutia that you could really tweak mm-hmm. for a specific character. And it, I wouldn't really, it wouldn't surprise me that a lot of people were turned off by, you know, that that many options yeah there, there even was an offspring right um from 3.5 i think i think pathfinder correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Pathfinder. yeah mm-hmm. pathfinder yeah pathfinder yeah that's very complicated 75 <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so yeah fifth fifth edition is really one of those that really brought uh, it's it's simplified but not too much that's the best way to put it for me yeah that's, and i think yeah. it gives you also like a lot of freedom as a dm to kind of all right, yes. we can we can go with this route, and then you know, as long as everyone is in agreement that okay, we'll we'll go with this kind of like modification, or we'll we can roll with it. Yes, it gives yes. you a lot of uh, freedom to kind of to freestyle a bit, and mm-hmm. you kind of mm-hmm. freestyle a little bit <laughs> without tampering too much with the yep. core. Yep. Ah, man. Wait, I'm, did I'm you mention really Icewind Dale? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, yeah. I haven't heard that game since the advert I saw from Baldur's Gate 2, Thrones of Baal. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did release a book now. Um, I think the, the oh. latest book in 5th edition. Uh, ah, yeah, Rime of the Frost Maiden. Rime of the Frost Maiden. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, hot off the heels uh, from uh, <laughs> Mythic, uh, Mythic Odysseys of Theros. Mm-hmm. I think that was the last book they had before uh, or Rime of the Frostmaiden. Rime of the Frostmaiden, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it's 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 you know, Larian Studios I have I have full faith in. I've I've been a fan of Larian Studios since the first Divinity Original Sin. Um so I I I know for sure that they're going to tweak it as much as they can so that when the finished product comes out maybe in a year's time or, or whatnot, um it's going to be an amazing journey. Yeah, and I think they've also done a pretty stellar job in terms of allowing players a lot of the agency that they would, you know, as much agency as they can get in a video game that mimics what 5th edition gives players mm-hmm. in a tabletop experience. Because, like, you know, you, you have a lot, they give you a lot of avenues to approach a single, like, encounter or a single obstacle. You can't just straight up shoot everybody and kill everything in your path. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I actually I was actually told by uh, by by the friend of mine that I'm playing 
the multiplayer game with that there there is a player who's already jumped through the entire first act of BG3, like literally skipping fights, skipping story sequences by jumping. Yeah. Like Ooh. jump. You know how there's the jump spell? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You just the do j- that, break encounter, break encounter, like just keep going. I see the bonus action. Okay. Is that the one who finished um, it in seven minutes? Because I, I, yes, I think I, I saw that one. one. Okay, got it. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> So it's like, damn, damn. (laughs) Yeah. So I think uh, while definitely unintended, I think, you know, that that kind of possibility still kind of keeps it fun to a certain degree. It's not a competitive game. You're not trying to get like a a perfect KDA or something Uh against other people. It is your personal experience. And if and for a lot of people. Those kinds of you know those kinds of bugs aren't necessary aren't, aren't always going to be game breakers. Mm-hmm. I mean Skyrim <laughs> and all the Bethesda <laughs> bugs. Yeah. So, I mean if we have if we have that kind of fun with with these Bethesda games, these large sprawling worlds for everyone to explore, you know something like Baldur's Gate three with how freeform it is in terms of your approach, you can talk your way through things. You can fight your way through. Oh things. yeah, yeah. And apparently now you can jump your way through things. <laughs> and I think that's a beautiful thing it for is. a game. It is. It is. It's, a, it's a big, <sighs> pretty much sandbox, right? You can do whatever yeah. you want. Uh, it's it's very uh, it's 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 basically like uh, playing in tabletop uh, fifth edition. You can literally do anything you want, and you either succeed or fail because of your your die roll, right? Yeah. And, I, and one thing I still want to explore, though, in the in my future playthroughs is, like, what are some of the uh, role challenges that you can fail, but still, you know, like, continue forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. failing a role doesn't mean it's game over. It just means, oh, you can't do this thing anymore. Correct. Correct. So what are you going to do now? <laughs> so I want to I want to explore those. Like, what are the fail consequences uh, like for me, for instance, uh, I all my party members, even my uh, even the ones waiting at camp, all failed their perception roll at the if uh, if you've been into the goblin encampment already. There's a there's a mm, puzzle yeah. door there that 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 I, I think leads to the underdark. I'm not sure yet because I haven't opened that door yet. Uh, I, I I I rolled a fail in every perception check, um, and I I had to do that freaking puzzle, which I still can't do. Because of a visual mm. bug, I can't. I I, oh, I couldn't solve okay. uh, that moon door puzzle because of a visual bug. So I'm I, not sure if I'm gonna be able to even enter that moon door for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang on to that save file. Hopefully, they'll have some kind of fix for it mm-hmm. soon enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sounds. Uh... I think we've been to the encampment. We've already saved. Um, what's his name? Halsen. Halsen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but we haven't really gone. We haven't gone back to the goblin, you know, uh, headquarters since then. That's actually, I think that's actually where we stopped recently. Is that we had the whole celebration thing uh, after uh, rescuing? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, there is a (laughs) there is a moon door there, (laughs) so it's gonna be a yep. 
Have you finished your playthrough though? I, I mean, Ooh. I think we stopped at the same time. I also rescued Halson, but um, I, I, I stopped there j during my last stream. I haven't really finished through the entire act one yet from a likewise, story perspective. Likewise, we stopped there at, during the celebration. Like okay. if, after you okay. save Halston, mm -hmm. you camp okay. out for the night and then you'll have that little party thing. And then you can have your romance. Um, Oh my! You have your, your your romance. Oh my! <laughs> it's kind of funny. I I actually get the feeling that they that they intentionally rushed some right? of the like the romance options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. so people get a feel for what it's like. Uh huh. But I get the uh, but in the actual game, it probably might be like a little bit slower. Or spaced hopefully, out. Hopefully, 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 or or yeah, spaced out. Yeah, hopefully. Mm-hmm. They might want to hook a certain set of, you know, D and D players or like RPG players who are kind of into the whole dating sim portion of the RPGs. I guess. I think that's kind of like already been a, a, a staple, even back in Ooh. Baldur's Gate Two, when you could, you know, romance specific characters. Wait, we could in Thrones yeah, yeah. of Bal Oh wow! Okay. In mm -hmm. in two, Darn. yeah, you can. Had 13-year-old yeah. yeah. me figured that out, <laughs> I would have been stuck playing that instead of Sims 1. <laughs> well, was, I, don't know, I don't know. One of the really funny things, actually completely like off, uh, off tangent, because we're bringing up BG2, one of my favorite things about that is how ridiculous it is, it is sometimes and how it's not afraid to be ridiculous. Like the entire Nether Scroll uh, subplot with Edwin. Anybody remember uh, that subplot? I I didn't pick Edwin as my party member, unfortunately. Wait, uh, is that I got so I got Nira. Is that uh, Baldur's Ooh. Gate Two? He's the lawful evil red wizard of Thay. Yeah. Oh crap! I, I think I was just there early game. Um, the first ten hours after you left the the prison. So I got oh. Minskin Boo. I got uh, stereotypical Yoshi. 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 Yoshimo. Yep, yeah, typical, uh, stereotypical Asian ninja like, guy. Uh, and then the lady who's, uh, I think... Jahira? Yeah, Jahira or Pikonya. Did you get the, the, oh, the yeah. drow? Uh, Jahira, oh, the, drow the, the lady. The yeah. redhead, I think. Ranger. Uh, my, uh, my, druid, druid. Yeah, my spellcaster was... a. Uh, uh, I think it's it's a new character that Beamdog uh, uh, placed ah, in with the Enhanced Edition. edition. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got I got, me, I got Nira. The wild mage. So that's why I wasn't able to get Edwin. Yeah, I did get Edwin in the first Baldur's Gate, though, but I, I replaced him with uh, Nira. Uh, but it's funny, though, in BG2, he has this subplot where he asks you, but the quest is basically you help him find these things called the Nether Scrolls. Uh huh. Those that contain, like, you know, like untold power. Okay. And by the time you do, he's like, all right, I'm going to start doing research into these scrolls. And he eventually gets oh, around sweet. to casting the spell from said Nether Scrolls. <laughs> But it just didn't turn out, you know, the effects of it were not what he had expected. They were the nether scrolls for a reason, as they changed his nether regions. Uh, and Edwin oh, now became snap. a girl, and everyone is now referring to him as Edwina. <laughs> and you can tell that they even changed, like, the voice, like, the person voicing the lines uh -huh. are now female. And That's interesting. Edwin, and it, yeah, it's hilarious. It's, and you know how egotistic Edwin is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So yeah, it's from, like from the first to one, have, yeah. To have him humbled so as a character, it's just him. And everybody pokes fun at him being a girl. 
like even like the lawful good ish people, mm-hmm. they they poke they tease Edwin in that state, and it is just the best thing ever. That that deserves <laughs> a, a replay for me then. <laughs> it's, just it's just the second part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that those are the kind of things that I kind of you know that that kind of writing is what I'm hoping to get more of in BG three. In BG three, got it. Yeah, more of the shenanigans. Okay. They might, they might, hopefully yeah, I mean, so. And I think they've done some pretty uh, absurd storytelling in Divinity. So yeah, yeah. I'm just looking, you know, waiting for those uh, moments to come along in, in BG3 at some point. But mm-hmm. it is an early access, so there's still a lot that they haven't. There's you know, definitely a lot, yeah. yeah. I, I really, yeah, I actually so. can't wait for the final product, which will most I, likely come in a year. A year and a half, year, year and a half, mm-hmm. probably. So stoked. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I yeah. I mentioned the wrong Baldur's Gate 2 I played. I played Shadows of Arm. <laughs> well uh, yeah. Shadows no, of Arm is this the uh, core. Is, is yeah, the, it's uh, the core. Okay. Throne of Bale is the the expansion, expansion. I think. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the, it's uh, more or less like the same kind of the same in the sense that you know they're same engine and everything. Yeah, it's okay. just that the other is a more of an epilogue story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap up this discussion, what are your, what's on your, you know, respective wish lists for the main play of Baldur's Gate Three? I think the one. I think we can probably take turns, like giving out what we what we want. For mm-hmm. me, would be more companions. Like I want to see more companions and a number of companions that have very specific uh requirements for mm-hmm. recruitment mm-hmm. like how some you know you could only in in the older ball in the older games there were some characters that you could only get by being evil so you know to have those kinds of choices i think uh be those kind of options be available to you based on your specific you know decisions that you've made at the mm-hmm. start of the game mm-hmm. kind of you know uh have that mechanical consequence mm-hmm. although i don't think they, they kind of ditched the alignments in bg3 it, it so did. yeah you know, we'll see how that how everything goes uh I, I for my end it's just basically my favorite class which is the bard i i usually play bard so i i just want to ah. i just want to play as a bard here in brothers gate free i i uh, was like we, we both wanted to do bard as well and it, you know it should it should come soon yeah um if there's one thing uh i know that there's a prepare action wherein you can pretty much uh prepare like a spell or a range attack if uh creatures Hmm. get in range of you we don't have that as of the moment so i i kind of look at it from a game design standpoint it's like an overwatch system if you're familiar with xcom uh so just that prepare action because you can do a lot of things you can plan out your battles even more with that just just one bonus action of prepare action or or not not a bonus action just a real action called the action. action yeah like you can set up whole ambushes with that kind right. of, you know, exactly, thing, so. exactly. If you really want to be an ambush type of uh, party, yeah. Oh yeah, that would be really nice. I kind, I do hope that they kind of, you know, uh, roll that in. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. As as people played 
early acts we're gonna we're gonna go go to larian and say you know just 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 give them proper feedback i actually have a list like as oh. i'm playing like oh, oh i noticed okay. something awesome I, like i open up my notepad type in uh note this in uh okay and put it on the forum i have a couple things you're like there's this one very simple one that kind of annoys me uh, which one and it's a refresh button at the multiplayer lobby ah okay Okay. There, like you have the list of like of people who are playing, right? So you have mm -hmm. your friends mm -hmm. list. Once you get the list, there's no button for you to refresh, from what I can tell. Ah. You have to like exit multiplayer and then and go then back in to see the in. list refresh. Okay. Okay. Something like that is just really. I felt like that's a big <laughs> oversight. Even even among uh, us has a refresh button. <laughs> like that's a, that's a bit that's, of a big thing yeah. to miss. That sounds kind of <laughs> sus. Yeah, very, very, very sus. sus. That's very sus, huh? <laughs> Holy smoke. So someone knows my plans after this. I'm going to play Among Us with some, you know, oh, it, <laughs> it, 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 It's a game huge. Uh, I think yeah. it came out like 2018. Uh, two months ago. Oh, 2018? Okay, yeah, I didn't oh, even know that. Me commencing uh, like it's the, the highest number of players before in the lobby were like six. But uh -huh. now everything now, is full. Yeah, now every it, it just blew up. It's it's mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It is a fun game though with friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it is fun, especially when you're all like you're all on Discord and you're like, all right, everybody quiet. And it is also a game that really lends itself well to streaming. Yeah, in the sense yes. that you have all these friends along, and I was going to say that like, who's, who's doing it? Who's doing it? Who's the guy? Streamers have been doing eight R runs of Among Us. <laughs> was like what? <laughs> <laughs> no but it works it works yeah and then you kind of it the the session time like per game kind of falls in that sweet spot where it's not too long but you know like there is yeah. like a minimum time yeah. for you to be playing it that, yeah oh, okay i got like a couple of minutes to spare i might as well play like a game mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then i can just hop on out yeah i think uh can last maybe 10 15 minutes not bad which is which is pretty much it's a sweet spot, as you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, like, especially now where, sure, yeah, everybody's at home, you know, the whole pandemic thing, but people kind of need to budget their time a little bit more so than normal. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you kind of don't notice the time sometimes. Tell me about it. Yeah, tell me about it. Like, what time is Like, what day is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I know. I hope things will like be normalized in the next few months or at least next year. But until then, uh, but until then, wishing you guys to stay safe and stay healthy there. And uh, Joel, where can they find you online? Oh, okay. So um, I am currently multi-stream across three platforms. So you can reach me at uh, twitch.tv uh, slash theskylancer. That's uh, T-H-E-S-K-Y-E-L-A-N-C-E-R. Uh, you can also reach me for Facebook, um, fb.gg slash theskylancer. Uh, and uh, of course, youtube.com um, slash skylancer20. So I regularly upload gaming content as well on YouTube and will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. Um, Streaming-wise, so you can catch me Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. So um, I'm, I'm focused on Baldur's Gate 3 now, uh, and I will pretty much uh, uh, trans transfer over to Wild Rift when it comes out Ooh. on uh, October 27, Ooh, nice. open, open beta. Yep. 
All right, uh, Charles, how about you? Same old, same old. Still on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. You can also check out the stuff I do on Critical Index. Uh, I'm also on the, the usual other social media, Instagram and Twitter. But in terms of the gaming stuff, it is mostly streaming on Twitch and then sometimes on Facebook as well. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out where I want to lean more towards or I mm-hmm. just figure out the whole multi-streaming thing. But yeah, uh, all those platforms are nice. And right now, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. But at some point, I'll probably start doing some FF14 stuff as well as I'm getting into the end game. So I'm, I'll be doing a couple of uh, dungeon runs, raids, and whatnot. Nice, nice. And speaking of Twitch, yes, I finally have a Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash V, And you can also catch me and Charles again at criticalindex.net. And please don't forget to check out our other shows like Bodega Nights. Uh, and I, I believe one of our professors, Joel, will be there soon, uh, Mr. Joe Mantoni. Oh, really? Yes. Ah, so Joe, I'm okay. So we what do you talk about week. Bodega Nights? I'm, 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 I'm curious. Usually it's like what? Talks about everyday lives. It, it's just a group of our friends like, Catching Got up. it. Okay. Okay. And it usually ends every episode with Zhao asking me if I finally found a goat head. 